0: Direct from Cape Gunworks in Hyannis, you're listening to Rapid Fire
1: Radio with your host, Toby Leary. I'm Toby Leary from Cape Gunworks. I'm passionate about all things Second Amendment. While I love to shoot... Going hot. There is so much more to guns than just pulling the trigger. A free and armed society is a responsible and self-reliant one. Join us to talk all things guns, freedom, and self-defense. It isn't just about being armed. It's about being responsibly armed. So load and make ready. This is Rapid Fire. Welcome, everybody, to Rapid Fire Radio, your weekly show, all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self defense. I'm Toby Leary, your host. It is sponsored by Vortex Optics and the USCCA, so make sure you guys go check out their great content. And we are happy you're here. If you want to follow what we do on a regular basis, you can go over to rapidfireradio.us and type in your name and you can follow along. Also, you can follow all the work that we we do at Cape Gunworks. So go to any of the social media channels that you regularly follow, Rapid Fire Radio, and Cape Gunworks, and you'll find some great content. So um, yeah, happy that you guys are uh, gonna join us on the show. And I'm gonna figure out my headphones thing at some point on this, but uh, as of right now, I don't know why, uh, I can't hear myself, but <laughs> that's okay. Because, uh, nevertheless, you're here and you're hearing me. So, um, we want to thank you guys for joining the show each and every week. Um, remember to give us a like, a subscribe, a share, and a comment on the social media content. So that way uh, we defeat the evil algorithm, which is trying to keep good content down. And uh, unfortunately, it works because the uh, the bottom line is you don't get to see the content unless you guys like and subscribe to it. It won't be suggested by all of the uh, the usual suspects. So with that being said, um, I want to talk a little bit about, oh, and by the way, you can call the show 508-444-2120. That's 508-444-2120, or you can leave a message. We'll read the message over the air, or you can also uh, send us a text to 508-444-2120, the rapid fire line, which I am monitoring as we speak. So uh, I'll also monitor the chat. So as you guys, you know, jump into the chat here and there, I'll, I'll talk about your questions. So you can interact with us as the show goes on. And uh, happy to, happy to have, have you join the show. What I'm going to talk about to start the show off is Sunday. We had a two a rally at the Boston Quincy uh, Marriott. And it was put on by gun owners action league, which is the premier second amendment group here in Massachusetts. And they, um, they, they, uh, Put on this great two a rally had a huge panel of speakers. I'm hoping to get some audio from it and share it with you guys. Uh, it'll be awesome if if you guys um, could 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 have been there, so to speak. Uh, we had a bunch of great speakers. We had Patrick Collins from the Gun Food. He sells ammunition and uh, kind of a unique and witty name, the Gun Food. So uh, that was pretty cool. We also had. Um, Charlie Cook from Riding Shotgun with Charlie. We had Carrie Ann Eau Claire, who's the most recent staff member of Gun Owners Action League. Um, we had uh, Clint Macro from the Trigger Pressers Union. He's been a guest on this show. Um, we had uh, him, he, he did a video conference. We also had... Um, cam edwards from cam and company do a video spot which i really liked what he had to say it was it was excellent and it was tremendous uh the the whole uh sharing of that was phenomenal and um we also had uh amanda suffocool uh who's been a guest on this show we got to reconnect and possibly have her coming back soon enough which would be great um So Amanda had an excellent uh, message for all of us in Massachusetts. She's from Ohio, and she has the only female nationally syndicated radio show that talks about guns. And um, so that's cool. And I wish I could say it was a nationally syndicated radio show, but we got a long way to go to be there. We were on five different stations at one point in three different states. So that's our feather in the cap here at Rapid Fire, but we're, we're global. Forget this nationwide, we're global, right? We're taking the earth by storm, spreading the Second Amendment good news uh, wherever we can and wherever we go. Um, so there's that. She had a great, uh, uh, great message for us. Holly Sullivan from Connecticut, And also part of the DC Project, which Amanda Suffolk and Carrie Ann O'Claire are both DC Project ladies as well. Uh, But, uh, you know, Holly Sullivan gave a a great impassioned speech, kind of challenging us that no one is coming to save us. We say that a lot in the Second Amendment world as far as, um, you know, trying to say, hey, uh, you guys... um, who are worried about someone coming ride right over the hill and save you when the bad guy comes into your house if you're not a gun owner. Well, guess what? Um, she was saying there's no one coming to save us, meaning the second amendment community, um, which is true. So that was uh, some tough medicine that we actually needed to hear. Uh, so that was awesome. We also had Jared Yannis from Guns and Gadgets, who needs no introduction, former Massachusetts uh, transplant down to Tennessee. And he did a great job for us as well, gave a great speech, impassioned uh, speech. And uh, I spoke as well. And who else spoke? I don't want to leave anybody out. Um, There was a lot of speakers. So I apologize if I miss anyone. Um, I'll think about it. Maybe if I miss someone, I'll. I'll. Jump in later and and, uh, talk about it, but. Oh, Jim Wallace, of course, from Gun Owners Action League. John Green said a few words. Um, Garrett. uh, From Gun Owners Action League. Mike Harris. From Gun Owners Action League. So. They all said their hellos and had something to say, which was nice. Uh, and uh, there was some other people called up for honorable mentions that um, did a phenomenal job. One of the things that John uh, John Jim Wallace started off with was saying the HD forty four twenty bill when it started its genesis before a single. Um, word had been spoken, the clown of HD 4420, which I'll probably change my shirt at some point, uh, Michael Day, who was tasked with uh, reform, gun, gun reform legislation in the state of Massachusetts by Ron Mariano, the Speaker of the House. That's why it was chosen to go in Quincy, because that's the hometown of House Speaker Ron Mariano. When they were first approached, they said, look, we'll sit down with you. We'll give you any statistics you need. We'll give you any data you need. We'll tell you what laws really suck and what are good. And, you know, we'll work with you to bring this in compliance with Bruins. They met in the office of Michael Day, had all the aides and Michael Day was there. And uh, Jim Wallace said, all right, guys, listen. There's a couple things you need to know. One is that gun-related homicides have increased 111% since the 1998 Gun Control Act. Whoa, 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 whoa. Immediately, hands went up. Michael Day started to say, no, 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 no. That isn't why you're here right now. We're not going to get into this. He said, no, 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 no. Listen, you guys need to hear this. Massachusetts gun control scheme is an abject failure. And nope, nope, I said we're not going to talk about this. I'm paraphrasing, of course, uh, Jim Wallace put this into uh, wording that, you know, was very, very good. Um, But said basically, um, no, this is an abject failure. And no, we're not going to go through with this. We're not going to talk about this. He tried three or four times to bring it in during this meeting, how Massachusetts gun safety report card. On reducing gun-related homicides since 1998, F. Reducing gun-related suicides since 1998, D minus. Reducing accidental gun deaths, F. When will the, uh, this is, I'm reading from the Goal Law website now. When will the Commonwealth end its overwhelming persecution of lawful gun owners and begin dealing with the human criminal element and mental health? Well, Michael Day wanted nothing to do with that. So they left that office thinking, well, maybe this isn't going to go so well for us. And but they rolled out the red carpet and said that they were would have a seat at the table. Well, nothing could be further from the truth because the bottom line is they weren't didn't have a seat at the table. Number one, number two, they weren't listened to at all. And the 11 listening tour events, and I know I'm preaching to the choir here, uh, was an abject failure. It wasn't a listening tour. It was more of a a political posturing event. And they basically wanted to just put out information, have people come to the table, and they only listened to one side of the aisle on this. So um, that's sad that that was what happened as a result. And we all know the abomination of the bill that came out as a result of this. So anyway, uh, more after this, you're listening to Rapid Fire and I'm Toby Leary. We'll be- Vortex offers the very best optics specifically made for shooters with rugged construction designed for extreme environments. Vortex Optics build quality ensures accurate, reliable and repeatable performance every time you squeeze the trigger. Add fully multi-coated lenses and nitrogen purging, and you have a quality optic with an extremely reasonable price tag. That is the Vortex difference. Come into Cape Gunworks to see the full line of Vortex optics today. Federal Ammunition is one hundred. This is where the American ingenuity met a trailblazing spirit. Hard work united with patriotism and technology blended with new ideas. That's Federal Ammunition. Right here in Anoka, Minnesota, born in 1922, made in America, and proud to be the best. Federal ammunition, a century of innovation, and we're only getting started. Welcome back to Rapid Fire, your weekly show, all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self-defense. Once again, sponsored by Vortex Optics and the USCCA. So we were talking about this two a rally at the Quincy Marriott uh, that Gun Owners Action League put on, and uh, it was just an amazing celebration. Number one of our Second Amendment, and number two, it was um, a great rally for us to be energized to get the overall overarching message. There was no one's coming to do this for us. No national group is going to come in and swoop in and save the day. We need to energize the base. We need to get out in the community. We need to talk about this. We need to be an advocate. Being an advocate might just mean calling your reps. It might mean posting something on social media. It might mean uh, you know, holding a sign on an overpass. It might mean putting a yard sign in, writing an email, sending a letter. Making a phone call, trolling social media. Uh, that's all the things that advocates do. And uh, I had the uh, pleasure of speaking at a gun club last Thursday night at Shami Fish and Game with uh, Mike Harris from Gun Owners Action League and my state rep representative, Stephen Ixaros, who uh, is the second Barnstable, I believe. Uh, representative. And he is one of 25 Republicans up on Beacon Hill out of uh, 160. So there's 25 Republicans and 135 um, Democrats. So he's outnumbered, no question about it. But he gave a very impassioned speech on this is a very bad bill. And he gave me one little tidbit. I've been recommending the four-pronged ap- approach. Email, write letters, make phone calls, and troll social media, which he wasn't opposed to any of that. He said, but if you're only going to do one thing, make sure it's sending an email because then it's public, it's record, it's been recorded, it's of record. He said, not that he does it, but if you send a snail mail letter, it could be thrown into the trash. If you make a phone call that's recorded too. So there's at least an acknowledgement that you called, but the record of what you said, isn't there. It's somebody listening on the other line on the other side. And of course, scrolling social media is great because it's definitely a public record out there in the, the internet, uh, the World Wide web, and lots of people can see that. Um, but the problem is uh, it's not, meeting them in their official capacity. So um if you're going to do just one thing he said send an email. I say do all four um and especially if you tell them you're going to record the call, you can record the phone conversation with the aide or with the with the congressman if if you're lucky enough to get them which you probably won't. Um so that's all uh stuff that you and I can do and uh it'll make a big difference. um it already has and jim wallace said that for the first time in his 25 year career of uh reaching out to um or being in the state house he has never witnessed the speaker of the house getting stopped in his tracks and that's exactly what happened he got stopped in his tracks that's music to my ears. I'm sure it's music to your ears. And, uh, now is the time though to really take this message to the next level and to advocate, um, you know, not one more inch and to bring Bruin to Boston. We're going to talk a little bit more about that as well. Um, uh, 508-444-2120 is the phone number. Um, and, if you want to be on the line uh what's funny is one of the things i talked about in my speech um was how and you've heard it here on rapid fire that this is a bill i can't comply with i cannot comply with it because i have been a voice of reason in the gun community uh as far as a retailer's concerned i feel like Um, I have put my best foot forward and lived with unconstitutional law that government had no right to create, had no right to impose, had no right to enforce. All three of those things have been done ever since I've been a gun owner. um, I talked about how when I went to get my firearms license at 18 years old. You could get your license to carry in the state. And the bottom line is it took me six months to get it. I took a class with a, a with a cop, uh, Bradford Erickson. May he rest in peace. He was killed in the line of duty in Yarmouth um, he, in a horrible traffic accident. Um, so I took my license to carry class with him. Went down to the Dennis police department, paid my $100, had my fingerprints and photographs done. I um, had references. I gave reasons for why I wanted to exercise my right to keep and bear arms. It's unbelievable that you got to tell them this stuff. And then proceeded to wait six months. And I said how at 18 years old, I knew something was wrong. And that this was more like asking permission than exercising a constitutionally enumerated right. That isn't how rights work. Rights are something you don't ask permission for, and they aren't granted by man. That's the thing that um, our founders refuse to take notice of, or or refuse to acknowledge. They feel the government grants rights. And that no right is absolute and rights can be taken away or they can be challenged or they could be impeded. And I read about I read from the Declaration of Independence and said uh, where it says we hold these truths to be self-evident. They're axiomatic. This is obvious to all people. That's what that really means. It is obvious to all people. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and are granted with certain unalienable rights by our creator. What does unalienable mean? If you look at it and break it down, it's un-a-lean-able. What is lean? We all know what lean is, right? We all have leans on our house. It's a condition. It's a document that attaches to our property. It attaches to our physical property because we owe on it. This is something that is unalienable. You cannot put conditions. You cannot put attachments. You cannot put some sort of legal uh condition on it, or roadblock, or in the state of Massachusetts, pothole or Jersey barrier to these rights. And they're granted by our creator. Further on down, it talks about um, that this station is granted by the laws of nature and of nature's God. So that's where it comes from. The laws of nature demand And then it talks about also, uh, going back up, the pursuit of uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You can't have life if you can't defend it. So, therefore, these rights are unattachable, unalienable, unconditional. The only provision for that is if you violate your natural rights by taking on somebody else's rights. So that is the only way that you can take the right away from somebody who has violated the natural rights of others. So with that being said, I and I'm sorry I'm going long with this, but with that being said, I said we have reached a line in the sand, a red line moment where. I have been the voice of reason and said, I will comply with these unconstitutional laws because it's better if I'm in the game and able to make changes over time and win hearts and minds and get more Second Amendment advocates in under the tent. But they have put forth a bill that will put me out of the game. So therefore, this bill is that red line and I cannot comply even if it means getting arrested. So that's uh, what my message was to all of the 2A advocates that were there, to all the people that were, you know, trying to get rallied up, get fired up. And think about that, 600,000 strong, all speaking together with one unified voice. If we could do that and all say, no, we will not comply. It's a message. It is a voice. It is a force to be reckoned with. You're listening to Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary, and we will be right back. Federal delivers a knockout punch with the leading defensive ammo on the market. Federal punch hollow points are accurate and reliable in all defensive situations. When you need reliability designed to provide a balanced mix of effective penetration and expansion, you need punch defensive ammunition from Federal, the leader in nickel-plated brass ammo with a sealed primer to deliver reliable feeding and ignition. Get Federal Punch defensive hollow point ammunition here at Cape Carrying a firearm for personal protection has never been more popular than it is today. The USCCA can help fortify your home, sharpen your awareness, and develop your defensive plan. Go to uscca.co forward slash rapidfire to sign up. Your family's safety and security is your responsibility. Go to uscca.co forward slash rapidfire to sign up for a USCCA membership and get special training, legal advice, and legal protection you and your family need. Vortex offers the very best optics specifically made for shooters with rugged construction designed for extreme environments. Vortex Optics build quality ensures accurate, reliable, and repeatable performance every time you squeeze the trigger. Add fully multi-coated lenses and nitrogen purging, and you have a quality optic with an extremely reasonable price tag. That is the Vortex difference. Come into Cape Gunworks to see the full line of Vortex Optics today. Federal delivers a knockout punch with the leading defensive ammo on the market. Federal punch hollow points are accurate and reliable in all defensive situations. When you need reliability designed to provide a balanced mix of effective penetration and expansion, you need punch defensive ammunition from Federal, the leader in nickel-plated brass ammo with a sealed primer to deliver reliable feeding and ignition. Get Federal punch defensive hollow point ammunition here at Cape Gunworks. it's weird because it, it was working and then just suddenly shut yeah. off. Welcome back to Rapid Fire. Hopefully you can hear me now. Um, I'm Toby Leary. I'm your host. And thank you for joining us each and every week. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> I apologize for uh, losing the microphone. And I don't know if... We are good to go or not. It shows I have, Mike. So hopefully you can hear us. Okay, good. I'm getting the thumbs up. And uh, so this is your weekly show, all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and technical difficulties brought to you by Rapid Fire Radio and Vortex Optics and the USCCA. So before the break, I was talking about um, this kid Jaden who was down in uh yeah he was in Colorado I was at least correct about that and uh the teacher basically took him behind the woodshed so to speak and said hey uh you can't wear the Gadsden patch uh because it has to do with slavery and all that stuff um and he said no I don't think it does and his mother came in and kind of gave gave the uh gave the teacher a little history lesson and said, actually, uh, it doesn't have anything to do with slavery. It has to do with the revolutionary war. And uh, he stood his ground, which was good. And then he even uh, further leveled up by taking pictures of some of the teacher's cars in the parking lot with all of their woke agenda flags on the bumper stickers on the back. And so, it was excellent to see. Um, I I loved seeing that, you know, this, I, I found profoundly heartwarming because I was that kid in high school. I, I was, you know, not with like the Gadsden patch, but um, I had a lot of religious opposition to me uh, by staff and teachers. And um, I, I kind of pushed it and wanted you know, religious freedom at school. And they always used to say, oh, separation of church and state and all that stuff. And uh, the bottom line is, uh, there's a one-way separation of church and state, meaning government can't mandate any type of religion. And uh, so, but that doesn't mean I can't freely exercise my religion at school. Um, So that was the, uh, that was the, the, they can hear you. They can hear me. Okay, great. Uh, uh, thank you guys for, um, for putting that out there. So, um, but anyway, the the bottom line is when I see this kid standing up for his rights, which he knew, and the teacher was trying to infringe upon, uh, that was marvelous to see. Um, <laughs> all the people saying it's a conspiracy. We've been hacked. Healy he killed my mic. Yeah, I don't I don't think any of that's happening but you never know. Um yeah, so I'm just glad there's no censorship anymore. The kid won, the teachers basically backed down and the the school board basically said, "No, no, no, no. This wasn't an official policy of ours. Um we don't have any uh we definitely don't have a policy against that." So Um, That's huge. Um, I'm really happy about that. I thought that was great for um, people who have Second Amendment messages on there uh, as well. And by the way, uh, he does have a Firearms Policy Coalition's uh, patch on his backpack as well. And he has Bear Arms and Bitcoin patch. So that was pretty interesting. Um, He's obviously a pretty smart kid uh, who knows what's going on. And um, yeah it was it was great to see uh, a victory there. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention and talk about of what's coming up. well, there's two things. One is the top shot invitational. Uh, you, I promise you guys there's only a week or two left to this uh, and then you'll never hear about it again until next spring. Uh, but we're really excited. Um, I already mentioned Steven Ixaros, who's the representative who um, spoke at the Shami fishing game the other night uh, against coming out against h d forty four twenty. it's he's a gold star father. His son was killed in Afghanistan. Nicholas Ixaros. They do a big Knicks ride every year to raise money for that uh, ch- that charity that he started, but he basically pours money back into veteran causes. Uh, His son laid down his life and paid the ultimate sacrifice for America. And so the bottom line is uh, it's a, a charity that we wanted to partner up with as well as Heroes in Transition. So the Top Shot Invitational is a shooting competition, which you can consider yourself invited to. You have a formal invitation by me. And uh, you can go over to TopShotInvitational.com and get signed up today. I will put the link in the chat. Arlo's we can have it. We already have the gremlins today. Arlo, we don't need you causing uh, it uh, as well. But um, I'll put the link in the chat. The TopShot Invitational um, would be awesome if you'd join us for that. It's 100 bucks a person. We have four-man teams. You shoot 22 pistol, 22 rifle, 22... Uh, I'm sorry, 22 pistol, 22 rifle, 9mm pistol, 9mm rifle. It's sponsored by Vortex Optics, HK, uh, Trigicon Optics, the USCCA, Vista Ammunition, Federal Ammunition. Um, so... And more. There's a lot more sponsors than that. But uh, those are the banner sponsors that have donated to the cause. And uh, so a lot of the stuff that was donated will become prizes, either through raffle or silent auction or through winning the tournament. So uh, the first place group wins a Vortex CCW Defender Red Dot Pistol Sight. And the second place team will get a Vortex uh, Copperhead Red Dot Rifle Sight. Also, um, HK, if you do the side competition, we have this poker tournament. So you'll be given a sheet with 52 cards on it and you can shoot your best hand. You get five shots to shoot your best hand. And um, that'll be really cool because... uh, the money will go towards the charity and the winner of that, whoever ends up with the best post poker hand, if there's no shootoffs, which we might have to do um, have a, have another hand or two uh, by people who tie uh, we'll get a Trijicon MRO. So that's huge. But anyway, um, that's coming up on September 10th. We would love it if you would join us to the top shot invitational uh, and consider yourself invited. And I don't care how good or bad a shot you are. It's like a best ball tournament. Uh, it's like a uh, you know, like a golf tournament. So if you don't shoot very well, you're not going to drag your team down. The best score for the team is the team score. So only one score for each of the four divisions will count. You'll get to shoot all four guns. So will all four people in the team. And it's going to be awesome. We're looking forward to it. Um, Sign up today. The second thing I want to mention before we get to the uh, top of the hour break is um, the next step in advocacy here in Massachusetts is bring Bruin to Boston. So it's really important to say to our legislators, Hey, not only will we not comply with your unconstitutional laws, but it's time for you to comply. You've been put on notice by the Supreme Court that our laws are unconstitutional. Now bring Bruin to Boston and bring our laws in line with the Supreme Court decision of NYSERPA v. Bruin. That's your job to do. That's the job of the legislature to do. This is the next step. September 27th, uh, I haven't confirmed it, but that is the date that's earmarked to bring Bruin to Boston uh, at the State House and demand, demand from our legislators that they must comply. It is time for them to comply with the Supreme Court ruling of NYSERPA v. Bruin. On September 27th, it is time to do it. Uh, and right when they're coming back from vacation, right when they're coming back into a new session of Congress, it is time for them to do it. They have to do it. You have to do it. So it's it's time to start putting back on the legislature what they must do and tell them that we will not comply with your temper tantrum. So, I actually um, I did this in one of my uh, one of my posts on um, I think it was on uh, Michael Days uh, yeah, it was. it was um, Michael Day's Twitter post. He said, as August wraps up, I want to take a minute to thank the dedicated group of students who interned in my office this summer. They were an invaluable resource for me and my team conducting research writing memos and attending briefings. I look forward to seeing where they go next. And I said, I really hope that they learned some things about the Constitution while they were taking all the phone calls from concerned citizens. I also hope you have reconsidered your tyrannical ways. The 600,000 armed peaceful citizens are not the problem. The solution in search of a problem is bad law, unconstitutional and dangerous. Time to bring Bruin to Boston. Do your job, text history tradition. So that's just one example of what you can do um, on social media to hold these people accountable and uh, make sure that they are have been put on notice. Um, I I did several posts like that um, throughout the uh, throughout the past couple months on certain um s- certain topics and certain politicians and I any post I did I would tag those who are responsible some of the uh co-sponsors of these bills and uh basically tell them hey you know enough's enough so uh there you go. Um yeah. Let's get to a couple more questions, if I can, before we go to the break. Uh, I hope that Mother takes them for a lot just to get back at them for hiring teachers who don't know anything. Yeah, I don't know that there'll be any lawsuit. Maybe there will. Uh, let's see. Um, since when do we all, as Americans, hide our history or not be proud of it. Our history is what made Americans what it is today. Um, yeah. I mean, there's certainly things in our past that we sh- cannot be proud of. But learn from them. And say never again. Right? That's that's really what it comes down to. Um, so, yeah. You guys did hear the new Professor Claw. <laughs> um, all right, guys. This is... Always a pleasure to be with you guys. Uh the first hours in the bag. Remember, uh, we're gonna be back for another hour. You can always listen to the replay of the whole whole show. Um, wherever you get your social media, wherever you find podcasts, um, we try to put the whole show out there. And uh so you'll you'll be able to uh replay the whole show if you missed any portion of it. Um, be a good citizen, be a good responsible gun owner in your community. Uh, be an advocate for gun rights. Don't back down. Make converts wherever you go. And uh, we'll be back for another hour. So stay tuned. We have Fred Wagonhalls from Ammo Inc. and Gunbroker next. You don't want to miss out on that. We will be right back. I'm Toby Leary. Vortex offers the very best optics specifically made for shooters with rugged construction designed for extreme environments. Vortex Optics build quality ensures accurate, reliable, and repeatable performance every time you squeeze the trigger. Add fully multi-coated lenses and nitrogen purging, and you have a quality optic with an extremely reasonable price tag. That is the Vortex difference. Come into Cape Gunworks to see the full line of Vortex Optics today. Federal ammunition is 100. This is where the American ingenuity met a trailblazing spirit. Hard work united with patriotism and technology blended with new ideas. That's federal ammunition. Right here in Anoka, Minnesota, born in 1922, made in America, and proud to be the best. Federal ammunition, a century of innovation. Carrying a firearm for personal protection has never been more popular than it is today. The USCCA can help fortify your home, sharpen your awareness, and develop your defensive plan. Go to uscca.co forward slash rapidfire to sign up. Your family's safety and security is your responsibility. Go to uscca.co forward slash rapidfire to sign up for a USCCA membership and get special training, legal advice, and legal protection you and your family need. And welcome back to Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary. Thank you for joining us each and every week to a to a talk radio show, all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self defense. And I am really happy to have with us here on the video, uh, Fred Wagonhalls from Gun Broker and Ammo Inc. Fred, how are you today?
0: I'm great. New?
1: All right. We can't hear you. So let me see if I can fix that. We had this problem last time, too. Uh, oops, sorry. Let's see Let's See if there's something I need to do. All talk. right, I think we got you now.
0: Can you hear me? You there, you there Fred? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? No?
1: Son of a gun. All right, stand by. make sure it's not muted. Nicole. All right, uh, I apologize, guys. Just make sure that uh, the mic is. Uh, hold on,
0: make
1: sure yeah, we're unmuted. Make sure that the right mic is selected, whichever one. It seems this is the second week in a row this has happened.
0: Can you hear me now?
1: Oh, maybe it's mine. Check one. Can you hear me now? Try it now, Fred.
0: Can you hear me now?
1: (laughs) Son of a... Bixby
0: voice privacy contents have been updated. To continue, review the updated items on your screen.
1: All right. Thank you, Bixby. I wonder if there's
0: anything I need to do on my end. Um. See, we're unmuted.
1: Thank you. These poor guys have been working on this forever, too. Hmm. Uh
0: -uh. testing one two three
1: still don't oh you guys can hear them great oh figures so they can hear you great fred i can't hear you at all and that's very concerning so let me figure out why that is Uh, try it now can you hear me now yeah there we go now i got you um but of course that's probably the wrong ones. We don't probably want that. I'll try one more time.
0: Can you hear me now? All right.
1: Check one. It's something to do with my output here. He lost its producer recently.
0: It's always a problem. Phoenix Titan 100 it's your 2nd year of receiving the mission. Can, can you hear me? I can't hear you now.
1: Now, we can't hear you
0: everything's unmuted. I don't know what's going on. Is frustrating? I, I
1: don't know, it's did we lose them? I just tried to call him.
0: I don't know. Look, I don't even see that we're on the show anymore. Come here. You're in the show, everyone can see you. Okay, that's good. I don't know
1: what's happening. Oh, 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 so oh. it's going to take them a year to build? Mm-hmm. It's going to take them a year to build?
0: It'll be done by next year at this time. Uh-huh. But it gets it's bigger than I think.
1: All right. How are we can, doing now? Can you guys hear me now? I can hear you. Sorry you about you? that. Can you hear me? Um can you hear me now, Ted, uh, Fred? Yes, I can.
0: You can hear me? let
1: see, it's just killing me. All right. Well, here's what I'm going to do. Sure. All right.
0: I can hear you. Can you hear me now? I can hear you.
1: Hear me now? Okay. So, I think uh all is lost. I'm going to try to restart. I don't know what else to do, but uh, I appreciate you guys hanging in there. And uh, I don't know what the heck else is is uh going on, Tell but me give me one sec, I'll be right back. Carrying a firearm for personal protection has never been more popular than it is today. The USCCA can help fortify your home, sharpen your awareness, and develop your defensive plan. Go to uscca.co forward slash rapidfire to sign up. Your family's safety and security is your responsibility. Go to uscca.co forward slash rapidfire to sign up for a USCCA membership and get special training, legal advice, and legal protection you and your family need. Carrying a firearm for personal protection has never been more popular than it is today. USCCA can help fortify your home, sharpen your awareness, and develop your defensive plan. Go to uscca.co forward slash rapidfire to sign up. Your family's safety and security is your responsibility. Go to uscca.co forward slash rapidfire to sign up for a USCCA membership and get special training, legal advice, and legal protection you and your family need. Carrying a firearm for personal protection has never been more popular than it is today. USCCA can help fortify your home, sharpen your awareness, and develop your defensive plan. Go to uscca.co forward slash rapidfire to sign up. Your family's safety and security is your responsibility. Go to uscca.co forward slash rapidfire to sign up for a USCCA membership and get special training, legal advice, and legal protection you and your family need. Carrying a firearm for personal protection has never been more popular than it is today. The USCCA can help fortify your home, sharpen your awareness, and develop your defensive plan. Go to uscca.co forward slash rapidfire to sign up. Your family's safety and security is your responsibility. Go to uscca.co forward slash rapidfire to sign up for a USCCA membership and get special training, legal advice, and legal protection you and your family need. Carrying a firearm for personal protection has never been more popular than it is today. The USCCA can help fortify your home, sharpen your awareness, and develop your defensive plan. Go to uscca.co forward slash rapidfire to sign up. Your family's safety and security is your responsibility. Go to uscca.co forward slash rapidfire to sign up for a USCCA membership and get special training, legal advice, and legal protection you and your family need. Carrying a firearm for personal protection has never been more popular than it is today. The USCCA can help fortify your home, sharpen your awareness, and develop your defensive plan. Go to uscca.co forward slash rapid fire to sign up. Your family safety and security is your responsibility. Go to uscca.co forward slash rapid fire to sign up for a USCCA membership and get special training, legal advice. All right. I don't know what's going on, guys, and I apologize. Um. Can you hear me? This one last shot. And if not, we're going to scrap it. And I'm going to talk all about Fred and how good a guy he is if uh, <laughs> if I can't hear him. So uh, let's see if uh, I can get the audio just back on my computer. And if I can, we'll just make it work. Uh, so. All right. Do I have you now, Fred?
0: I can hear you.
1: All right. I can hear you, too. So I think we're good. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I apologize for the Gremlins. It gets worse every week, but um so welcome to the show. I got a lot to edit, but uh that's okay so uh thanks for your time by the way. I know you're a very busy man, and uh for those of you who don't know who Fred Wagonhalls is, he's about to tell us, but I know he's uh the chief cook and bottle washer over at ammo Inc and Gunbroker, so. Thanks for being a part of the show, Fred. Thank
0: you for having me.
1: Mm-hmm. Why don't you tell everyone, real quick, what it is you do and a little bit about your companies?
0: Okay. Uh, six years ago, my partner and I founded Ammo Inc. And over the last six years, we've taken it to uh, making a couple great acquisitions. Uh, Jagman Brass being one of them, and the other one being GunBroker.com. And we've uh, built a brand-new facility in Manitowoc, Wisconsin, uh, 185,000 square feet, state-of-the-art facility. Uh, we've increased our production capability from 400 uh, million rounds a year to where we can build 900 to a billion rounds of ammunition a year. And uh, in the growth of the company, uh, we've taken it from basically a card table and a few people to uh, 240 million in sales uh, during the uh, COVID epidemic. uh, And one of the goals that I had was to bring in the right guy to take this company to the next level. And I ran into Jared Smith, who worked for Fiocchi, uh, approximately three years ago at SHOT Show. And uh, I've been trying to get him to come on board for the last year, finally got him to take the position of CEO of the company in January of this year. Uh, He's and I uh, stepped down from CEO and I became the uh, executive chairman. And uh, people ask me, is it time for you to retire? I'm not retiring and I'm not going anywhere. I like the company. I like the direction we're going. I think Jared Smith has done a great job in the past seven months of uh, making some major changes in the direction the company's headed, not only in the ammo division, but uh, in the division of gun broker. And we've got some exciting things happening in both divisions. Uh, Jared just happens to be out of town today he is in Manitowoc, Wisconsin at the factory. And, uh, I, uh, think the crowning jewel of ammo Link right now is gunbroker.com. Uh, we're in the process. We've been testing last month and we'll continue to test this month with credit card processing. And uh, we plan on having all our customers on credit uh, credit card by the end of December, and we will introduce our cart at that time so that now you can go on gun broker and you'll have a variety of things to buy, not just a gun and uh you buy well, that, a gun. you can now that, buy the holster, you can buy the binoculars, you can buy anything you want with that gun,
1: yeah, that's great and uh that's you know it's funny gunbroker is becoming kind of a household name as far as the two a community is concerned it is uh you know if you haven't heard about it yet, you will, so that's the way I feel about gunbroker like Uh, it's a great resource for even us as an FFL. Sometimes a customer is looking for that hard to find gun or, uh, you know, sometimes even just for gun values, I use it all the time for what guns have sold for recently. You know, as, as a commercial account, we can log in and then we can see past auctions and you can see the last five or six guns that have sold and what the price is. And so there it helps us to show the customer, give them some empirical evidence here in the gun shop. But we also sell guns on Gun Broker, which is great for us as a shop in Massachusetts that can't sell free state guns to our local residents, but it's enabled us to reach out, you know, across the country. Um, Another little tidbit of kind of, interesting information and i know we talked about this a while back fred when i had you on the show before was there was a company that was in my town that was interested in buying GunBroker when it was for sale and they were uh you know putting together a some sort of pro forma or whatever and they i actually thought they were gonna put in an offer for it and um then they ended up backing out And uh, now I've come to find out they don't do any financing in the the firearms industry anymore. So it, it sounds to me like it was somebody who was dabbling into the firearms industry because they saw a niche market where they could take advantage of, you know, passionate people who will pay for things that they want. And I like what you said earlier that, you know, even though you've stepped down as CEO, you're not retiring. You're because you, you like the company. You like where this is at. So at the heart of it, if you're not a gun guy, if you don't really believe in the Second Amendment, um, I think that you're in the wrong business. Am I right? If you don't, if you don't, if you decide to get into the gun business, right? As you have with Ammo Inc. and Gun Broker.
0: Well, you know a little bit of my history. I I made a lot of call it money and friends when I was in action performance, which I had the exclusive licensing rights for all the NASCAR drivers from 1993 to 2004. And the one thing that happened to me during that time is Dale Earnhardt and Richard Childress wanted to take me hunting and I was 62 years old and had never shot a gun. And uh, Richard Childress, took me to his shooting range. I shot a few bullets. We got on his airplane. We went to the triple seven ranch in Hondo, Texas. And I shot, harvested 13 animals with 15 bullets. And I said, you know, I'm hooked now. And I later called Richard. And then after that, I went to uh, New Zealand with Richard and I went to Africa with Richard. And I, after harvesting all the animals, I said, first, you got to take them home. Then you got to mount them. Then you got to hang them on the wall. Then the house isn't big enough. So you got to build bigger rooms on the house. And I got hooked on this board and then I started going to gun shows with Richard. And, uh, that's how I got in this industry. I like it. I met great people on the hunting ranges. Uh, it's it's a great commodity of people that you run into in this industry. And that's why I like it, and it's fun to to be associated with uh, everyone in this industry.
1: Have you had any pushback or opposition from either former business partners or people? outside of the gun business that you're in uh, that have said, oh my gosh, you're part of that 2A community or anything like that?
0: Well, we're a public company, Ammo Inc., uh, under the symbol POW, P-O-W-W. And one thing I found out about reaching out to investors or going to road, on road shows in front of investors of people either love you or 50% of people hate you. So you know real quick when you go to present to somebody that you're not wasting your time. They either like what you're doing or they don't like it. Uh, But I think it's a great industry to be in. I I believe in the second amendment uh, and I believe in the direction we're headed with our company.
1: Yeah, well, I agree that it's a tremendous industry. I really do like the people. I like the, um, I like the, obviously the product, but I think it also strikes at the root of the foundation of our very country. Like if you go back to, you know, the, the tree of Liberty and, uh, we were just talking in the first hour, I don't know if you were able to catch any of it, but, um, about how in our state, we have this bill that's about to pass, or they're trying to pass it, uh, called HD 4420. And basically, they're trying to finish the job of King George the third and come take the guns from the peaceful citizens of this state. And, you know, that's what started the whole Revolutionary War, the shot heard around the world. And, um, you know, now more than ever, I believe that the Second Amendment is... You know, as relevant today as it was at at the foundation of our history, but also the defense of it is really a a massive undertaking by all of us, and we all have to be advocates if we're going to be a part of it.
0: Well, I've always said that uh, and I have good friends in China, I have good friends in Europe, and I've always said that no one will ever take this country over by landing on the shore. And coming in with people and trying to take the country over, there's too many guns here. Uh, there's too many people that uh, uh, care about this country, and uh, that's the one thing our forefathers had. They had. They were brilliant when they wrote the Constitution. Brilliant people, and uh, the Second Amendment should never be challenged.
1: Yes. Amen to that, uh, Fred. Uh, we have a question here. Um, well, first of all, uh, KP says uh, I had no idea Ammo Inc was so big, and the last time we had you on was right after you built the new factory, um, and you built a beautiful, state-of-the-art factory. I was trying to get there for the uh, press day, but I and the and the uh, grand opening, but I wasn't able to make it. I had a conflict in schedule, but Um, I was very curious to see it, and uh, I loved everything that I saw, you know, coming down the pipeline from Ammo Inc., Um, and you've now become one of the larger ammo manufacturers in the the country, and uh, maybe you could just give us a little update on that and what your production is. I know you already said you can produce a certain amount, but what does that really look like as far as the other companies are concerned that are out there?
0: Well, I I would say we're in the top five, Uh, and I would say that Jarrett Smith coming on board has changed the uh, amount of the different calibers that we're now going to be making. Uh, There's no way that our company can ever compete with uh, uh, the Federals and the uh, Winchesters. with nine millimeter. We're never gonna compete in that market. And our market is uh, where we make quality brass. I think we make the best brass in the country. Uh, We sell to Federal, we sell to Hornaday brass. Uh, They're good customers of ours. And we are uh, focusing more on rifle production. And uh, I think we've got tremendous growth opportunities over the next couple years with the program Jared has put in plan. And uh, that's the ammo side of our business. Well,
1: let me, me, as a follow-up to that, you say you couldn't compete with them. Do you mean on production level or price or both? Or I I don't think you mean quality. I know your quality is is competes with them head to head. But uh, do you mean as far as production or price?
0: I would say we can't compete with them production-wise, but we definitely can't compete with them price. And it's not because of our manufacturing capabilities, it's we're not integrated to where we make the primer. Instead of Federal or Hornaday or winchester making a primer for a penny or under we're buying primers for four and a half cents so we can't compete in that arena I and we
1: see. Um, yeah and uh one thing i will say though is i feel like even though you have to pay a premium for the primer uh your ammo is very competitively priced uh even um uh, if i get it directly from you or from distribution uh I've never been like, oh, we can't use those guys because their price is too high. No, actually, I've uh, just the contrary. I felt like it's competitively priced and you've had inventory when the other companies haven't. So they might be supplying the police departments or the federal government or military or something like that with those type of contracts. And I guess that might make you a little bit more nimble in that space that you are selling to consumers. Um, I assume, I don't know the ins and outs of your business, but am I onto something there or am I way off?
0: No, you're onto something. And, uh, it's not that we're going to quit making it. It's not going to be that that's our high volume focus today. And, uh, we will have a complete line of product out there on the shelf. It's just that, uh, Margin wise, we can't compete with them. I mean, you know, and uh, unfortunately, when you're a public company, Wall Street looks at margins and uh, it's all about profit. So we have to make what we can make most profitable. Uh, We report to our shareholders. Uh, I have a boss, Jared has a boss, and it's a shareholder. So uh, we're confident that we've got the right formula for our ammo division. And our crown jewel, as I said earlier, is the gunbroker.com business. And uh, we see huge uptake in volume over the next couple of years because of our credit card processing, our cart uh, being able to advertise and being able to finance we're going to get into financing product for people that come on gun broker so a lot of opportunities for gun broker we do over a billion dollars in transactions today wow when gun broker. we sell more guns on gun broker than bass pro cabela's and sportsman together that's, that's a that's a people don't understand
1: So did you say a a billion guns a year?
0: No, I didn't say a bill. I said a billion rounds of ammo, the factory could, uh, you know, I can't give you that exact number. Uh, I can get it for you, but I don't have it right now.
1: I was gonna say that number sounds staggering, but maybe I understand now. Um, So you obviously have big plans for gun broker down the road. I love the platform. Like I said, it's, it's becoming a household name. I would love it. And I'm just spitballing here. But if there was a way for gun shops to uh, somehow, I know we can put our inventory on there and sell them through the gun broker platform, but I've always thought about how cool it would be to do some sort of virtual gun show or um, some sort of live auction type of thing in a situation have you ever have you guys ever thought about doing something like that like a where you could get a group of gun dealers together with their inventory and do some sort of live auction or or even a silent auction that counts down i know that's what the whole platform is but where there's a group or a room full of guns so to speak that you could virtually view
0: probably in january or february you need to have me back on the show.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying there. <laughs> so some great minds think alike, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, that's cool. Um, so we got a couple people who've said I can't wait for that supply to increase that'll hopefully drive the cost down and get to pre-COVID levels. And I I've I've been saying that I don't think that ammo will ever get to pre-COVID levels again. Uh, as far as cost is concerned but i figure i should ask you that um and uh what's funny is they're out of the 15 million new gun owners in america they're actually living in the glory days right now because the ammo has come down from the peak at say 2021 but those of us who've been shooting a while know that the best days were probably pre-covid which were not good days for the industry they were good days for the consumer um, do you think that there'll be any substantial price drop or, you know, any significant price drop in, in um, ammo costs?
0: I don't think so. Um, but, you know, I just hope there's not another COVID coming on. I mean, we don't need that. In this Amen country. to that. I mean, that's another political thing that I just doesn't, hope doesn't
1: happen. So um, yeah, that would be a total nightmare. Um, While it was the, you know, it was this bittersweet thing where we had just come from, I would say the desert in the firearms industry, the, the four years under Donald Trump, which are aptly known in the industry as the Trump slump, which again, it was great for consumers. You could buy whatever you wanted and pretty much name your price. Then, covid happened we had this huge spike new gun purchasers bunch of people buying stuff cuz they were waiting on it and then all of a sudden they couldn't get it um and then there was this leveling out in the industry and i would say even some sort of decline in the last year maybe year and a half um and we're hoping it's truly a leveling off then that things become more predictable attainable and things become more uh you know Kind of fall into some sort of index that you can track and follow and predict have you ever been in an industry that is so unpredictable like ours no <laughs> it really it really is amazing how the market conditions can be you can be feast or famine overnight in this industry and uh so do you guys how do you guys insulate yourselves against that and uh you know the 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 peaks and valleys of it well that's. A tough question because it's it's hard to do
0: um, especially when you're buying inventory uh, we go through that we've either bought too much powder or we haven't bought enough powder uh, same with brass the one thing again I don't want to keep going back to gunbroker but gunbroker has no inventory and it's the Amazon ebay model and but the ammunition business we fight that every day Uh, are we hedging for copper Are we buying too much powder we're overstocked in primers Uh, and then we've had the situation where we can't get enough primers so and i don't know if that's ever going to change
1: right yeah no you know what I was thinking of when you said that was the Uber of the firearms world, right? They're the biggest taxi cab company in the world without owning a single car. And uh, yeah, you're basically the virtual marketplace for those of us who do buy the inventory and put it out there and, and uh, put it up there. Um, It's oh man, it's, it's a maddening and nerve wracking business for that reason. But um, you know, Maybe it's changes like that that uh, will cause changes in the industry in a more sustainable way. I don't know what that would look like, but, um, you know, going back to that conversation we're going to have in January or February for a second, um, <laughs> the, um, one of the things that I've been trying to resurrect and maybe I shouldn't, maybe it's dead on arrival, but, you know, and if you were, fairly recent gun owner, like you said, in the past few years when you started uh, shooting and hunting and whatnot. But um, back in the heyday of gun shows back in like, say, 93, when I first became a gun owner, um, we used to go to these gun shows. It's just what you did. And they were uh, pretty cool, like swap meets. And it's gun brokers kind of become the virtual gun show, if you will. Um, I would love to try to integrate some sort of new momentum into gun shows and maybe it's just uh you know like a shot show for consumers instead of for the industry where you could have some new life some new energy because the gun shows of today are the most low energy thing you've ever seen it's kind of you know people just wandering around it looks like it was a snapshot from 1993 we're just stuck in the past do you think that uh Gunbroker could would be interested in maybe getting involved in that in a certain to a certain extent or uh, you know stimulating that old fashioned gun show
0: we'd love to look at any new idea I mean we're open to anything to help grow our business and uh take care of the customer so if you got an idea, we'd love to hear about it
1: awesome well that's good because i I got some ideas cranking and uh I would love to breathe some new life into it. Um, by the way, guys, we are talking with Fred Wagonhalls from Ammo Inc. and Gunbroker, and we're going to go to a quick break, so don't go away. We're going to continue the conversation right after this, so stay tuned. Vortex offers the very best optics specifically made for shooters with rugged construction designed for extreme environments. Vortex Optics build quality ensures accurate, reliable, and repeatable performance every time you squeeze the trigger. Add fully multi-coated lenses and nitrogen purging, and you have a quality optic with an extremely reasonable price tag. That is the Vortex difference. Come into Cape Gunworks to see the full line of Vortex optics today. Hey, everybody. Toby from Rapid Fire Radio, and I'm really happy to do Gun of the Week with you. So this week's Rapid Fire Gun of the Week is a new twist on an old gun. And just like last week's gun, it is one of the new additions to the mass-approved pistol roster that should have been on there for a long time, but it wasn't. But they finally got their act together. It is the Beretta M9A4, and it is in its SOCOM color configuration. Uh, this This actually was in the running to be the official pistol of the U.S. military, even though SIG beat them out with the M17. They still released this gun, and it's a phenomenal gun. If you like the Beretta 92A1, you're going to love the M9A4. Comes with a decock, uh, decock only, which is the right way to have this gun, in my opinion. Uh, With that heavy double action, there's no need for a safety. It is cut for red dot optics, comes with a threaded muzzle. And it also has three magazines in this cool little ammo can, plus two different grip configurations. So you can change around the grip, you can make the mag release on the right side of the gun for those of you who are wrong handed. And uh, it is a really cool gun, has the recon rail on the front, the Picatinny rail underneath, so you can add optics or lights, etc., etc. So this is it in all its glory, the rapid fire gun of the week. The last guns, Uh, Last week's Guns of the Week didn't last the whole week. They sold out very quickly. And uh, so if you want this, go over to Rapid Fire Radio, scroll down to Gun of the Week, and use code GOW at checkout, and you'll get a very special deal on your own Beretta M984. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you on Rapid Fire Radio. I'm Toby Leary. Thanks for tuning in.
0: Wait, I can't hear you now.
1: Sorry, I forgot to turn my mic up. Thank oh. you. <laughs> Give me a heart attack over here. Uh, we're back uh, on Rapid Fire with Fred Wagonhalls from Ammo Inc. and Gunbroker, and we're having a fascinating conversation, and we're doing a little business spitballing as well. And uh, so if you have any questions for uh, Fred, go ahead and throw them into the chat. I'll be happy to ask them. And uh, um, I appreciate you being on the show, Fred. And uh, you got big things planned for Gun Broker. That's amazing. What was it like to bring a company public? I mean, that, that sounds like a daunting task to me. Yeah. And uh, it had to have been a, an amazing process and, Uh, incredible process and something that you really have to be have your act together even to start the process if if I'm if I'm not mistaken
0: well uh, this is the second public company that I've started and ran Uh, first one was action performance I went public in 1993 uh, built the company from a card table and three or four employees to $407 million a year in sales. Uh, and uh, in eight years, sold the company to NASCAR in December of 2005. And uh, during that time, I got well-educated on Wall Street. Never knew anything about it before and uh, was not a big investor in stocks. Uh, was, went on NASDAQ in 93, uplisted in 2004 to New York Stock Exchange, got to ring the bell. And uh, so when I got into the ammo business, uh, I had, knew a lot about the public arena uh, and, uh, so my partner and I took a public and, uh, got on NASDAQ in early 2000s and, uh, and here we are today, uh, six years later, we're on NASDAQ and, uh, it's been a heck of a ride. I mean, going back to my action days, I took the stock from $2 to $52. Uh, here we've taken the stock from $2 and 50 cents to, um, we were almost at $10. One time we're back in the $2 and 30 cent range. Uh, you know, one thing I can tell you about being public, uh, wall street only cares about profits, profits, profits. Someone once told me you want a friend on wall street, get a dog you've got no friends.
1: Interesting. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of bloodbaths that have taken place on wall street and,
0: in, uh, in, in, know, the it's, years. it's tough, but, uh, uh, it's an interesting challenge. Um, uh, you're, you know, you're under the gun every day to make numbers and make the right decisions. And, uh, but it's uh, it's been a fun ride, and I think we got a company that can be extremely profitable over the next few years. Hmm. Uh, we are profitable now, and uh, okay. extremely profitable, and uh, our reward our shareholders.
1: Very cool. Um, the do you still are you still involved in NASCAR as far as sponsorship is concerned and whatnot?
0: No, uh, two of my board members, Richard Childress, who was the original car owner, uh, Dale Earnhardt, and uh, he's on my board, and Rusty Wallace, who's a Hall of Fame NASCAR driver, is on my board. And they're both very sharp businessmen and uh, have helped me over the past six years get this company to where it's at today. Uh, A lot of NASCAR drivers who I made a lot of money for back in the NASCAR days because I was their biggest royalty payer, they are shareholders in the company. So uh, I see them every once in a while at a race. Uh, But uh, I'm not involved in NASCAR at all as far as merchandising or anything.
1: It seems like... um... NASCAR is kind of the same wheelhouse for the firearms industry. Like if you're a NASCAR guy, you're probably a gun guy. You're probably a second amendment supporter. I don't know if that rings true. I'm being very, what I know about NASCAR.
0: hundred percent true. They're all, 99% of them are fishers, hunters, gun owners, second amendment owners.
1: Yeah. And... I actually think it's wonderfully refreshing to see a sport such as NASCAR that is, I mean, it's, I don't know where it rivals as far as NFL or, you know, Major League Baseball as far as viewership and spectators. It's one of the biggest spectator sports, period. More people probably go to a a NASCAR event than any football stadium or basketball arena or anything like that. But They They
0: have a huge following.
1: Yeah, huge. And, uh, I mean, you go down to convenience stores or, uh, gas stations, you buy the Hess truck with the NASCAR on the back and everything else. I mean, they are serious about branding and it's refreshing for me. I'm not a active observer or, or diehard fan of NASCAR, not because I don't like it. I think it's a very cool sport. Just car racing in general is cool, but it's refreshing for me to see, uh, Row to a companies on cars, you know, because you'd ne- you'd never see it in the NFL. You'd never see it in, um, you'd never see it in, uh, on baseball teams, you know, on the scoreboard or anything like that. Uh, amazingly enough, the New England Patriots have, um, a couple of minutemen in the end zone that fire a musket every time the Patriots. Shoot, uh, you know have a touchdown but that's about the extent of it like we're not going to have um, you know federal ammunition stadium or uh, we're not going to have Colt firearms be the logo on the side of the helmet someday I don't think in in most sports but NASCAR breaks out of that mold right they still you see it all the time on the cars
0: yes and if you watch a NASCAR event you see the military represented at all the pre-game or uh, pre-race shows. Uh, it's a, they're big Second Amendment people,
1: uh, and I I would love to see that um, become the norm. That'd be a great way to normalize, uh, you know, firearms ownership. You know, one of my tenants in one of the buildings, I you know, in my woodworking company is a nationally recognized company. And they used to do tons of advertising in events that didn't cost as much, but still got publicized on TV, like professional bowling and uh, boxing or UFC events or whatever. So the advertising level was at a much lower threshold. I wonder if that would be an avenue for gun companies to explore for advertising dollars. Uh, that would kind of mainstream again, uh, you know, gun ownership and firearms ownership in our communities.
0: I think you're right.
1: Yeah. Fred, one last thing I wanted to touch on. Um, I got a press release that said you've been given a, um, an award by a group, I think it was the Phoenix, um, group or something like that. I'm trying to find it here. Here it is. Uh, It was a Phoenix Titan 100 award. Um, And that's, uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? I know you didn't come on the show to pat yourself on the back, but I'm sure our listeners would love to love to hear about that.
0: It's I got that award last year. And then I got it again this year as being one of the top 100 businessmen in the state of Arizona.
1: Wow. That's a, that's a very cool uh, thing you should be proud of it that's amazing uh so you're headquartered in scottsdale arizona correct that's correct. uh and that award was specific to that area phoenix yes. area um that's that's remarkable i mean that's not just like the top 100 companies right that's the top 100 businessmen in the in the area. Yes. and, and you
0: know arizona is the fifth largest state in the united states now so it's a pretty yeah. good award yeah, and, that's know, amazing. It, 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 the award is really for the company. I got it because I was at the top. So, you know, you you either get all the credit or you get all the people beating up on you. So,
1: well, it's nice when some things go right and you can, you know, get recognized. And you're 100% right. We're nothing without the people in our company. Um, I'm uh, 100% correct. I'm just a crazy man dancing on a hill. And, uh, but uh fortunately we got some good people but
0: here's what what i'd like to do um i'd like you to give me some dates that you're free i'll send you a plane ticket i want you to visit our facility in Manitowoc, wisconsin
1: wow you heard it here (laughs) first on rapid fire i would love that fred that would be amazing give
0: give me some dates that you are free and I would love to have our new CEO, Jarrett, meet you there and take you through the facility and uh, maybe give you some of uh, direct hearing from him, his plans on the growth of this company.
1: That would be amazing. I would uh, I'd be honored and I'd, I'd do that in a heartbeat. So, yeah, we'll certainly uh, we'll certainly do that. Uh, I'm going to take you up on that one. We We're going to. We're going to so name that tune. Send me four or five dates that work for you. Roger that. I will definitely do that. And uh, I appreciate you um, and all that you've done for our for the Second Amendment. And, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing. It's, uh, again, everybody here on my show, I know, has heard of uh, both of your companies. And you're doing great work. And uh, we need strong businessmen. We need strong leaders in this community uh now more than ever and people who uh aren't afraid to to venture out and you know make some take some risk because that's what end of the day that's what we do, right?
0: That's exactly what we do. Well you have a good day and thanks a lot for inviting me on the show.
1: My pleasure. Thanks so much, Fred. You guys uh thanks so much for tuning in and uh we'll we'll see you next time. We'll definitely do this again and I'll get with you off offline and get with Victoria about some dates. Yep thank you god, god bless and have a good one all right guys there you go we had uh fred wagon from ammo inc and gunbroker awesome uh awesome guy and i uh, can't wait to meet him can't wait to tour his facility that's going to be amazing and uh we're we're going to maybe have to go live while we're there we'll do a little broadcast from from the facility and uh that'll be awesome so um God bless you guys. This is uh, rapid fire. It's sorry for the technical difficulties at the beginning, uh, but we will edit those out for the the rest of the world. (laughs) Well, maybe I'll leave them. Who the heck knows? It's it's the way life is, right? Uh, So you guys, um, we'll we'll keep the faith. We'll do this again next week. We're gonna do two a Tuesday with Grace Curley. Oh, and by the way, we have. Howie Carr coming to town on Wednesday, on Friday, excuse me. So I'll be do, I'll be going live from uh, two to three on Friday for the Grace Curley show. So I'm I'll be filling in. We'll do that whole routine that we normally do, and uh, yeah, that's that's the way that's going to roll out. So a lot going on for Friday. Howie Carr doing a live remote here from two to seven. I'll be on from two to three and next tuesday grace curly show to a tuesday as usual and wednesday we'll be doing rapid fire so uh god bless you guys you all have a wonderful night and uh i look forward to have a great week and i look forward to seeing you guys on the other side thank you I get All right. Yeah. Woo! whoa. That was cool. This is a really cool gun. Cool little double stack. This is so cool. This is so cool. The the Fi Industries, Washington D.C. If you can see that. Here's a little pro tip. Make sure you get the the pink up Lula. You know why? It never walks away on you.